You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to another episode of the Rants and Gems Real Estate Podcast. My name is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. And my name is Kiana Watson, broker extraordinaire, license number 317576. Yes, yes, yes. So we got an incredible episode today. We got my man, Welby, a.k.a. at my best 197. What's good, my guy? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Man, so thank you for Thank you for you guys having me. I'm, I'm deeply humbled by it. But nah, no you. doubt, brother, no doubt, man. So look, let's start off first and foremost. When did you fall in love with real estate? I, I'd say I fell in love with real estate maybe about the age of seven, eight years old. Okay. I fell in love with real estate. Okay, how did you fall in love with real estate at that age? So um, I'm first generation Haitian American. And I'm from Brooklyn, and um, we was living Brooklyn? in Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn in the house. So we, we grew up in the projects in Brooklyn, Canarsie Projects, and um, it was me, my four brothers. Well, it was four of us at the time, and um, it was about 11 of us living in a three-bedroom in the projects. So I had a godfather that would come and pick us up, me and my siblings, to go to Long Island. So for the people that don't know, Long Island is the suburbs of New York area. Correct. And he would come with a nice car. And he would always, always be nicely dressed. So then he would pick me and my brothers up to go hang out with my god brothers and sisters. And one of the biggest things that intrigued me by going over there was the fact that living in the projects, my Haitian parents were extremely protective of us. So we weren't able to ride our bikes anywhere but in the cul-de-sac. But when I went to Long Island, my godfather would give us a bike and say, just run free. And we mm. would literally ride our bikes in the street. And it blew my mind. And I never realized it until later on in life how much that influenced me, just being able to ride my bike in the street. Mm. And from understanding that, my godfather was in real estate. Mm. So he, he owned his own brokerage and he had maybe two or three of his own rental properties. And then that's where I got the initial introduction into real estate. Man, something as simple as riding your bike. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't realize that until much later in life, but just being able to ride my bike. And then that became a goal of mine and my, my twin. I have a twin brother. And uh, that became our goal that we were going to end up living in a nice area of Long Island eventually mm. sometime in our lives. That's so, that's so yeah. powerful. Yeah, no, that is powerful. Exposure. Man. Yeah, exposure is key. And I think um, all of our guests, when we ask them that question, it always starts, you know, so far what we're seeing, it's starting start at home. It's starting with yeah. someone that's close to them that happened to be maybe not a mogul yeah. in real estate, but was dibbling, dabbling. Absolutely. And it, that exposure changed your life to Absolutely. where you are right now. Absolutely. No, nah, that's dope. So where you're from New York. Do you invest in New York? I did. I've invested in New York. Yeah, I've okay. invested in New York. But where I first started investing was actually in Atlanta. OK. Oh, nice. Um, and um I brag about my losses. I promote about the losses, the hell that I've been through. I big, I'm big on social media promoting the good, the bad, the ugly about real estate, right? Okay. So I brag about the mistakes that I've made. I brag, I, I brag about being taken advantage of. I brag about being robbed. I, I brag about being lied to, being, mm -hmm. t you know, and that, 
in every aspect of the business. You can name it. I've, I've been through it. But when I first started buying in in um, real estate, I lived in New York, and this is when Atlanta started becoming the mecca for where a lot of people when, that looked like was us. This? this was in 2004. Okay, is when I bought my first piece of property. So what I did is I did like everybody else do. You read a, a, a couple of books. And you think because you understood a handful of acronyms, you understood the business. <laughs> so because I heard um, um, ARV, ROI, and then I spoke to a handful of people, I thought that I was ready. So what I ended up doing is I still I never moved to Atlanta, but I decided to go to Atlanta. Then my twin brother, cousins, we all at the same time simultaneously came to Atlanta to come and purchase a property. And that was in November of 2004. And I said, I'm not leaving unless I come back with a property. So I found a four unit property in Stone Mountain. I never understood acquisition. I never understood why I was buying that property. All I know is that I had New York money and I spent it. Mm. And the realtor, <laughs> the realtor represented to me lies, which I didn't understand. So they, she represented as if she cared about myself and the rest of the parties that came with me. And she completely misrepresented so when I purchased the property, I'm finding out later on, I paid two. This is after I lost it all because I lost it all multiple times in this business to mm -hmm. nothing. So with realizing after purchasing the property, this supposed property that's supposed to be a rental that I bought with no money out of pocket because they were doing 100 percent financing Again, at the time. This was 2000 and what? 2004. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Wild cowboy days. We like, we like to days. always make sure we reference that back because those those times are over. They are done. Absolutely. But again, I kind of I, I kind of think different. But you, you think okay? Well, we're we gonna I'll get explain, there. Yeah, we're gonna get there. But what ended up happening? I bought the property, and long story short, a property that was supposedly, from what was represented to me, would be able to uh, be rented for eight nine hundred mm -hmm. per apartment. You multiply it times four, mm -hmm. you would make X amount of money. I was never able to get more, no more than 500 per apartment. Mm -hmm. mm. My mortgage on that apartment was uh, just over $2,000 a month. And let's not forget, I don't live here, so I have to have a property manager. So my property manager was netting more money than I was on a property I had to carry. Mm. So I fought, fought trying, I'm, I'm working, and my money is going to maintaining a property that did nothing for me. The contractor robbed me. Told me he was going to repair the property and do the things that he did. I sent them, spent the money. And then guess what? When I come back, the work wasn't done. My money was gone. Mm. You know, mm. but I would say by 2008, nine, I was wiped out. I lost everything. Mm. So now you imagine now I lost it to foreclosure and the property that I purchased at the time for 220, then refinanced it like everybody's doing today, utilizing certain strategies that... I tell everybody be careful about. Mm -hmm. I refinance like everybody else was doing, which increased my mortgage, which increased um, 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 what I owed to the bank, mm -hmm. and I still couldn't cash flow. And then not too long after that, by 2008, I lost the prop. 2008 or nine, I can't remember. Mm -hmm. uh, I lost the property to foreclosure. Um, the person that purchased the property is the type of person I am today. Mm. Uh, so the person who purchased the property bought the property for sixty thousand mm. dollars, and. Today, my name is still on the property. Today, if you Google search and whoever pulls me to the side, I'll give you out an address. And my name is still on the property till this day on the property. Damn. As difficult as that was, as difficult as that was, I went back with my tail between my legs. Here I am, a man with 700 credit score. Everybody's proud with their credit score. My credit, I, I owed Bank of America that there was money attached to that situation because I'm fighting fighting trying to save my life yeah like all of us are trying to do financially and imagine now i got a foreclosure now on my name i owe bank of america upwards of fifty sixty thousand mm. dollars and i'm wiped out damn all well, of my friends in the industry that's supposedly my friends nobody care about you that much in this business no they don't care that they, mm -hmm. this, you, you 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 can act like you do nobody give a damn about you in this business that's why i stress with everybody that's in this room Everybody that does this real estate, you have to understand that we all bosses. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with the amount of units or amount of properties you have. Nothing moves without us. Correct. Everybody that works in this industry mm. works for us. If you're a mortgage broker or an accountant or uh, uh, an attorney, you can't make no money unless I sign on it. Mm. I never understood that power. Ooh.
Mm. That's why I kept Jim. getting robbed. I kept getting robbed. I kept, I kept getting robbed. So by, I'd say maybe 10 or 11, I got back in the game again. Mind you, I'm working. So everybody that's looking for investors, I tell everybody, your first investor is your job. Mm. If you decide to do the right thing with your job, that's going to be the best investor for you. And you ain't got a bank or no, your, 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 a family member or yeah. a friend or anybody. Invest your money from your job. Sacrifice. Most people Love aren't it. willing to do that. Jam. So me, my twin brother, we animals about it. And that's what we did. Mm. So everybody I say with, with the utmost respect, I said that I'm the Jehovah Witness of real estate. Mm. And I mean that with the utmost respect. Everybody knows that they're relentless on pushing the narrative that they want you to listen to. Not that it's right or wrong. Yeah. That's how who I am. Yeah. So when people would see me walking down the street, they know Welby's about to talk to me about real estate. Yeah. <laughs> and they would run the other way. You understand? They would, they would run the other way. And the reason why I want to talk about real estate is because I, I've always understood the importance of real estate. Not only the importance, how hard that they went to make sure that we couldn't get into real estate. Mm. Mm. They went hard for, to make sure that. So it always was a passion for me. So people laughed at me, joked on me behind my back, all of that. Mm. So by the time I was, got back into the game um, fighting, um, I ended up losing it all again. Mm. Mm, let's because talk about I, that. Yeah. I, I, the reason why I happened to lose it all again, one, the best lessons you could ever have is the mis from the mistakes from others or from yourself. True. So even with the fact that the mistakes was right in my face, I kept trying to skip the process. Mm. The, the game, that me is gonna talk, that we'll talk about, and any, any other person that you speak about is the same, regurgitating the same thing over and over again. That we've been talking about since the, since the 70s and 80s. There's nothing different from anybody that's talking. That people choose to listen to what they wanna hear and figure that I got a better and quicker way to do it. And yeah. that's what it was me. So I kept skipping the process. So I would initiate getting into doing something properly, then I would skip the process midway somewhere and it would come tumbling mm. down. Mm. So that's what ended up happening to me again. By 2011 or 12, I was wiped out again. Mm. Damn. And I'm, when I tell you wiped out, I'm saying I was done. I had no more money. I had my employment, thank God, but I didn't have nothing else. By that point, and I'm fast forwarding because it's a huge story because it was a whole bunch of other things, but at that point, I had $300 to my name. 2012. 11, 12. Okay. Don't hold my to the dates. I, yeah, yeah. Was a whole, I, I went through so much in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. And a lot I of the things I passion. went through, I didn't go through it alone. I went through it. Me and my twin brother, we mirrored ourselves, believe it or not. Even with us, us trying, our losses and the hell, we mirrored it without us even realizing. We both lost our properties a month apart, wiped out. And imagine now, as a man, right, you're responsible to handle your household, regardless, whatever, you're married or not, whatever, you're you supposed to be the one that's the protector to take care of, and not the people that are with you don't even realize that we potentially gonna be out on the street. Mm. They don't mm. even realize we're about to be out on the street. By that point, by that point, I got wiped out, I lost it all. Now don't forget everybody, the rules are, if you have a foreclosure or anything else like that, for seven years, you can't purchase anything. So if that happened to me in 2000, and, nine or 10, whatever it was, that means technically I'm not, was, I was not supposed to be involved in real estate until recently, the last two, three years, Yeah. right? Obviously I didn't do that, right? Correct. <laughs> right? Correct. So when they didn't school us to the game, I didn't understand, the, I, I, didn't, I, I know I wanted to have good credit, but I didn't understand the importance of credit. That's why we squander our credit the way that we do, with mm. the things that we do. My brother started learning the credit game, and I mean, not because he's my brother, he's the best at it, with mm -hmm. doing whatever he has to do. He got me right again. At the same time when he got me right again, I went to my accountant with tears in my eyes. Mm. I said, I lost it all. I don't know what to do. She says to me, baby, come here. We sat down, and she started looking. It, it, it makes me emotional to think about it. Mm -hmm. And she says to me, I'm gonna see what I can do for you. I said, all right. She do what she has to do. She got me back thirteen thousand dollars that year. Oh wow! That thirteen thousand dollars. That meant I have thirteen thousand three hundred dollars now, right? So now I say, wait a minute. I just got back thirteen thousand dollars. That means in a year's time, I'm gonna get another thirteen thousand dollars again. So that means if I sacrifice and bust my tail for the course of the year, I'm at minimum gonna have twenty six thousand. 
And then whatever I could do in between, we up. So in that one year, I saved up upwards of $50,000. Mm. And I took that money and I said, I'm gonna get busy again. So this time around now, I made mistakes. I still make mistakes today. So during the course of me making my mistakes, I said, you know what, man? I came back to Atlanta again. Mm. I made a bunch of money too in between though, but then I kept losing it. I come back I, to Atlanta and I bought a place in Duluth. The, the, the Duluth. I purchased the property. I did my acquisition correctly. So I knew how to buy. Then I figured I had a way of working with a contractor, but I didn't know how to protect myself. I know now how to protect myself, mm. right? But long story, with the contractor working, in between trying to skip the process again, not that I lost it all, but I lost. Mm. But I was able to get a check for 90 grand. Okay. When I got the check for 90. You do it all without breaking a sweat. And you do it all in style. From being a boss exec to getting the kids ready for school, checking homework, family dinners, lunches and brunches with your day ones, trips to the salon, and weekend getaways are anything but a getaway. That's why Infinity fully reimagined the QX60 to help you conquer it all with ease. A luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. Even when you have back-to-back -back conference calls on top of the kids' basketball practices, not to mention your side hustles, it's all done with grace. The all-new Infiniti QX60 has available features like seating for up to seven passengers, a suite of active safety features, and massaging front seats. It's the SUV designed to help you conquer life in style. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. $1,000, I go back home. My father says to me, Robbie, you finished, right? You're done with this. Because <laughs> at this point, yeah. I, I, listen, I'm sitting back like, whoa, yeah. like, you know what? That's one, that means that you are so committed because, I mean, you got spanked. I, yeah. Three times. Yeah, and nobody could tell me I can't do what I want to do. Right. I don't mm. care who you are. So I got the 90000 My father says, Yo, Robbie, you done? You give up, right? Just like they train us all, go to work yeah. and just do, the, just do that. I said to him, nah, dad, I got it. I know what to do now. And this time I knew what I had to do now. So I lined myself up with everything that I was skipping, everything I was doing, everybody that robbed me, and I thanked them. And I mean, I'm dead serious, I thanked them. They made me an animal. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I'm a nice guy, but they made me an animal. So people that watch my Instagram, when they're looking at my Instagram, me and my brother was fighting for years about even touching social media. Mm. I'm very private. If you go on some of my social media, you don't see nothing personal. I, don't, I, I purposely do that. It's about the business. So when you see me on Instagram, if you first look at the page, it looks me aggressive. Mm -hmm. I am aggressive because it's that serious. Mm. Let's stop playing. This game is serious. So what I decided to do is I wanted to start investing again. But I said, you know what? Let me keep it real with me. I'm in New York. The market is what it is. Yeah. I could survive it if I want, but let me take the money that I have and let me go just outside. Mm -hmm. So that's when I started going into Connecticut. Mm. Mm. I started buying in Connecticut. People talk about Connecticut now because of me and my genre of people I talk about. Mm -hmm. Not that I make Connecticut. Make that. <laughs> <laughs> you are the king of Connecticut. No, I'm not the king of Connecticut. <laughs> I'm not the king. But what I started doing, I said, before I spend money, because the easiest thing in this business is to spend money. Absolutely. And I tell everybody, if... You, if the easiest thing to do in this business is to spend money, get approved, get into debt, and it's that difficult, just imagine how much more difficult everything is, else is in this business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what? Before I spend my money, let me do my homework. So I started going out to areas and I started befriending people in those areas. In my entire life, I've never been to Connecticut in my life. All the years I've been living in New York. And I started going to New York in Connecticut somewhere around 14 or so, 15. I can't remember exactly. Befriended some people, and I started going out there and hanging out so I could understand the area that I'm about to invest in. Mm. That's why I tell people that are big about investing out of state. I say, be careful. What do you know about the area that you're looking to invest in? Mm, say that again, have, bro. You, have you taken the time to go out there and understand what you're about to do instead mm. of listening to what somebody else told you to mm. do? So I said to myself, you know what, Wubby, you lost all this money. I lost hundreds of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands mm -hmm. of dollars. The average person would have never got up with that. And I said, you know what, man? Every time I lost my money, I was betting on somebody else. Yeah. Mm. Every time. It never failed. Yeah. 
Everybody I want to go talk to, and I'm not knocking anybody, I'm just keeping it honest. I bet it on that realtor to educate me rather than me educate myself. Mm, I oh bet yeah. it on the, on the attorney to cross my eyes, cross my T's and dot my eyes versus me understanding why is he, he's telling me that these fees that don't make no sense is okay. Mm-hmm. I started educating myself, right? So when I started educating myself in the market that I was doing, then I said, you know what, this is the reason why I want to come over here and start flipping or I want to start buying home, whatever I decided I started doing at the time. So then I said to myself, if well be every time you're ready to spend money, you gave it to someone else to spend in some way and they lost it. Why is it every time when it's you who have to do it, you always say, nah, I'm not going to do it. Mm. Why is it that every time any one of us, when we talk about doing anything, right, mm-hmm. and you're to do it, you won't do it. That's but every time I do my events, I have a line of people that say to me, well, I got 50000 I got $100,000. What can I do? And if I was on that type of time, I would, I would I'd get so much money. I tell the people, I don't want your money. I make enough money. I make enough money. And I said to myself, if I'm going to start betting on me, let me lose the money. At least mm. I tried. Truly yeah. tried. Yeah. And I started betting on myself. And that's when things started changing for me, when I started betting on myself. You bet on black. Ooh. Yeah. You bet on black and you bet on yourself. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Man. You know what I love the most about what you just said? Yeah. Is you said, I inserted myself in the community. Yeah. I bet on myself. And I'm a real estate broker. I'm a realtor. But at the end of the day, it is your responsibility to do your own due 100%. diligence. Someone can point you in the direction and I can spit off these stats. Take those same zip codes, Google it yourself, research yourself, go to that zip code yourself. I tell my clients all the time, especially, especially out of state, you go test the temperature. Go over there in the daytime, go over there in the nighttime. Go to dinner. Because let me tell you why you want to go to dinner. Just choose a random restaurant and go to dinner. Mm. These are your neighbors. This is your neighborhood. Do you like it? Because yeah. anything looks good when you're just looking at one mm-hmm. house during the daytime. So I love that you said that because when you said when you said that, that's partially what I did. Um, I went to the corner store to go get me a sandwich. <laughs> See, mm-hmm. See? I'm, you know, I'm serious. And I would talk to the guy at the corner bodega and hang out. I would dress the part. We, you know, Matt, how yeah. it is. You, yeah. you, 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 it's time to get hood. I got the Tim's on with the hoodie on. Yeah, it's time to be. Professional, I could put on a suit if I have to. Yeah. Let me play the part so I could get so that I don't intimidate the people or make the people feel awkward. I'd go into the barbershops and I wasn't even looking to get a haircut. Let me just hang out in the barbershop and act like I was. I'm this is dead serious what I did. Mm. Then I said, you know what? I'm going right there. Mm. That's what I did. And let me tell you, when I How said. How long did you do that recon though? When we're talking about the. Um, Flipping or the or the or just the, in general, just, just, just before you decided you was gonna flip or when, buy when, a home. I, when I started flipping in the area that I dived in, I was probably doing that for about four months. Okay. okay, and when I was doing that for four months, I'm traveling from New York to Connecticut, leaving my house at six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning, so I could beat the traffic, so I can get over there in time, so I could do what I have to do. Mm. In the meantime, I'm telling everybody, yo, guys, this is what I'm about to do. This is where I'm going, and especially to us brothers. Nah, well, I'm not driving that far. Mm. The hour and a half. I'm not going to go that far. And then I said, but you know, the sad part about it is if it was a beautiful woman. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> said to you, and a heartbeat. You're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Way, and you understand what I'm saying? And then I also said, we all want to be fancy driving around. I got nice cars, too, you know, but God gave us the car to take us to somewhere, take mm. us to a point. Mm. So then I said, you know what? Let me take my car and let me take me somewhere. And I did that for about four months. Jim. And in the four months I was doing that, I was studying. And as I was studying, I was building my relationships with the realtors. They worked for me. So I started interviewing my realtors. Mm. And I'm telling the realtor, this is what I need you to do for me and how I need you to do it for me. Either you with me or you not. That, and I'm dead serious. That's how I approached it. Realtors don't get educated on how investors move. That's a fact. You don't Agreed. learn that in school. So when I'm talking to a realtor and I'm telling them how I need them to present a property to me, they're looking at me like I'm an alien because they never heard that. Never heard it. And then most realtors, with all due respect to realtors, are lazy today. It's not the same like the realtors from before because the internet, they just want to get your email and put you on a mailing list yeah. with the basic yeah. information yeah. and then you just send yeah. it out. And yeah. I tell the realtor, I don't want your mailing list. I need you to cater to me for what I want. Either you're going to give it to me or we can't work together. 
Mm. Dead serious. Gems. And then after I put that, I make it clear at what price point I need to be at. When I put my offers into these realtors, they, the realtors, realtors are not investors. I'm not saying that there aren't realtors that do invest. Realtors are not investors. So I have to train the people how I need them to be. Mm. So while I was having them do it, I put, put these offers in. Most realtors want you to meet up with them to walk through these properties. I don't got no time for that. <laughs> Who got the time for that? Anybody that's been shopping for houses, you yeah. go through one, two houses in a week and you dead tired. Yeah. You a, I don't got no time for he that. Yeah. One two houses, not one or two houses a week. You didn't say four or five a day. We got people looking at four. And, and mind you, a, aside from that, I'm not your only client. I don't have the time for that. Yeah. So I'm telling them, listen, all I need you to do, and real quick for everybody to understand, it's just three things I need them to give me. Mm-hmm. Give me what the value is and some pictures. That's all I need. Okay. After I could see the pictures, I'm going to tell you a rough estimate because I did my homework. I went around the neighborhood. I met with a bunch of contractors. What's the average that you're charging to do these properties? If it's a 1,500 square foot home, it don't matter if it's a colonial or if it's a cape. 1,500 square foot is a 1,500 square foot. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter, right? So the average repair cost is going to be the same. So we don't have to talk no more. Mm-hmm. Give me the ARV. Give me some pictures. I swipe through. I know how much I have to offer now. Mm-hmm. I put my offer in. And I sit back at home. So while I'm putting in my office and I'm telling the, the, the realtor, just trust me. I'm going to make you a lot of money. Just trust me. They look at me like I'm crazy, but all I got to do is get one deal. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. I get one deal and I close, then they know that you for real. Yeah. So then now for everybody that's putting out your office, I ask you on average how many offers you put in. Most of y'all are going to tell me, and I already know what it's going to be. In the last one, how many offers you put in? If you're lucky, you told me two, I'd be surprised. Yeah. I'm doing 20 a day sometimes. Mm. Today. You understand? So mm-hmm. once I got that realtor under my under under contract for a deal, I started off with a contractor. The contractor was a guy that used to work for me in New York. That wasn't really much. He really didn't do the game, the pro, I mean, um, the business like that. And it was just him and his father. I didn't have an entourage of people like I have today. It was just him and his father. I took that one deal that I got and I focused on that one deal. Mm-hmm. I got another contract. I'm going to work on that one deal. That one deal took me. Four or five months to get onto the market. When it got on the market, it eventually sold, and I made, I think it was maybe $25,000. After, so, after all your expenses? After all expenses. I was so proud of myself. Of course, because yeah. you saw it through. I proved it, that I could do it. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I made $25,000. You know what I'm saying? After I made that $25,000, I didn't take a dime out of it. I took the $25,000 plus that ninety dollars I started off with, and now I have ninety plus twenty-five, and I jumped in again. Mm. I just went. I just went crazy. How many properties do you own right now? I own a lot, man. Tell them the numbers. I don't like. I mean, we don't do this because I don't touch that too much. It's because there's a lot of negative things that have come that have happened in the process of of people even trying to derail mm-hmm. deals that I've had. If you notice, I don't put properties for sale that I have. Yeah, yeah. Because I've had people actually literally uh, uh, um, derail my deals from um, home inspectors that are just mad that don't look like me. That I'm mad and wondering how the hell does this guy own this property in this neighborhood? And they just happen to see that I posted on Instagram. So I don't really speak too much on that, mm-hmm. but I'm blessed, you know, and, and I'm, I'm thankful. I know the receipts. No, you know the receipts. Yeah, yeah, you, I know you, the receipts. You know, me and Matt talks often. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, and I'm always showing him, yo, Matt, look, I just picked up this one right here. Look, look I just put another one. Look, Matt, I'm close on three more next. So Matt knows, but uh, yeah, you, 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 I'm, I'm just really vigilant because I just want everybody to understand it's a beautiful business. You can make a lot of money, but it's a lot of work in between it. Right. And the thing that kills me is that how many of people lead with the success stories that's presented to you, all you guys. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they just want, they make you salivate and they show you walking in with uh, 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 Gucci sneakers, walking through a, uh, a construction zone. Where the hell does that happen, man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What the hell are you doing pulling up in a, in a Bentley or a Rolls Royce? In, in a construction zone, you know, but it's done to market to you guys because they know that it's going to get you and they say, hey, I can do that, too, which you can. You can do it. But you but what you you you, you have to sacrifice so much in between to get to that reward. And a lot of people aren't willing to do that, you know, so. Can I ask a question? Absolutely. Because I know you've been in this game for a long time. Yeah. So in this current market, yeah. you don't got to say how many houses you get under contract every week or 
You don't want to talk your numbers. I get it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm from the project, so you never, never, yeah, you never let nobody count your money. You yeah. always got to move a little different. Yeah. But let's talk about how you're navigating this current market. You know, we know that it's harder to find deals. I, I can imagine, like, across the country, there's yeah. low inventory. There's a lot of demand. What are the rules that you have now to find these properties and be able to still create a passive income? Um, well, believe it or not, the... Uh this has probably been my best time ever during the pandemic. I've acquired more properties. First off, I, did a, I have a strategic partnership that, that, that has been a huge blessing to me, and I've been a blessing to him. And I think this is the most uh, flips that I've done ever um, mm -hmm. during this uh, period. And then also the rentals. It's been, this is probably the best of, of performances I've had ever in my, in my career at all. So, so you're um, saying from the rental standpoint, what about from the acquisition standpoint? Uh, uh, both sides. Okay. The, 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 okay. On average, um, I was doing, I started off, like I said, with the one home. Then I did two homes a year. Then four. Then I started averaging on my own about 20 houses a year flipping. Mm. So my average returns were netting me after expenses, which is extremely important. Everybody understand was no less than 75,000 plus. So you could do your math from what I was netting in my pocket. Mm. Uh, this year, we were on course to do about 40. Oh, 40 flips. 40 flips, and they're all netting 115, 120 per. Ooh. Now, but, you know, people want to flip. Where yes. are you finding these deals? Because I know you're not finding them with a realtor. Ain't no way. Yes, I am. Yes, How? he is. Yeah, yeah, I am. Where? Yes. The same properties that everybody looking at is the same ones that I'm looking at. Mm. The thing is, is that you have to understand your numbers. Your numbers don't lie to you. No matter how much you want to force a situation to work, I tell everybody, you do the math. I, I, I school them all on that. At the end of the day, when you go down to the bottom, when, after you finish calculating, the math is what the math is. And it's either a deal or not. And also, two people are leading with worrying about what others think you should pay something for. You worried about, I'm not going to put in my offer because there's, the seller is, at, is, is selling it for this amount of money. Or the realtor is telling you, I don't think that they're going to. But if you do absolutely nothing, you're not in the game. I don't Agreed. care about what anybody wants for their property. My number one question I need to know is what the value of the property is. That's it. That's my number one question. Flipping, buy and hold. As long as I know that, I do my math. I don't care what they listed it for. I put my offer in. I don't care what they listed for. Mm. You ca I can't tell you how many rentals that they... Matt knows. Mm -hmm. Matt talked the other day. I just picked up another commercial property. God bless me. Thank you. Right? Mm -hmm. That property was on the... You do it all without breaking a sweat. And you do it all in style. From being a boss exec to getting the kids ready for school, checking homework, family dinners, lunches and brunches with your day ones, trips to the salon, and weekend getaways are anything but a getaway. That's why Infinity fully reimagined the QX60 to help you conquer it all with ease. A luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. Even when you have back-to-back -back conference calls on top of the kids' basketball practices, not to mention your side hustles, it's all done with grace. The all-new Infiniti QX60 has available features like seating for up to seven passengers, a suite of active safety features, and massaging front seats. It's the SUV designed to help you conquer life in style. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. Market for, I don't know, four months? Five months. Funny thing is, I, I was going to buy that property. <laughs> That's, the, funny, that's the funny thing. Yeah. Four, four months, five yeah. months. So and it's I'm, on the market for a little while. And, so, of course. And I'm looking and a bunch of people looked at it. And a lot of people said they ain't going. And I said, I'm going to get it. I put in my offer. They laughed at me. I keep it moving. I'm still buying. Put in my offer again. No, no, no. Finally, I put I, the, the mark. The interest rates dropped a little bit. Right. So since interest rates dropped a little bit, that means I have more room to, to give up a little bit. So I went to them and I said, listen, here, I'm already approved. I can get the deal done. I already own another one down the block. I own another one, two blocks, go around the corner. I own that one, too. And they accepted and I got it. Mm -hmm. Right. And from the door, from the door, from the door, when I before I even own it, I know how much money I'm going to make off of a month. I already know how much money I'm going to make off of it because I did my math. So without a question, I know that that building is going to generate an X amount of money a month without a question. So now for me, it's not gambling anymore. It's you're strategic. hundred percent. So do you teach anybody these calculations? Like, let's just say let's, let's take it from the commercial standpoint, sure. just the one house standpoint. 
when they're evaluating one house? Like, what numbers should they Are you expect? talking about residential? Residential. Yeah, residential. 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 residential, everything is industry standard. Matt talks about it all the time. Everything is based off of a 70% value. Mm-hmm. Everything. I don't care if you're talking to a hard money lender. I don't care if you're talking to private money. I don't care if you're talking to um, yeah. conventional. They all base everything on a 70% of the value of what a home will be or is completely renovated or new. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to understand. Based off of that, so what it's going to cost me to repair, that's my offer. I don't deviate from that. Mm-hmm. I don't deviate from that. If it's too far above what I need to offer, I have to walk away. Mm. Most people will do one, will buy a property, and then even though the math is telling them, stop, you got somebody on the hook to even have a conversation with you, you don't want to let it go. So you're going to force and make that deal happen. Mm. You walk. You're done. But you're getting all properties that need rehab. You don't buy on the retail market. I never buy on the retail market. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know I got to make the distinguishment. No, no I never buy the deal. I don't blame Because you're an investor. Yeah, if you're looking at, but I didn't understand that at the beginning. Oh, I, oh, I, didn't I understand like to distinguish that. it. Yeah, I didn't understand. I didn't have a big homie. I didn't have a, a somebody yeah. that looked out for me. Everything you see I'm doing now, I'm first generation millionaire in my family. Mm. Yeah. First generation. Nobody ever did it. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, it took me, it took me and me and my twin brother when we talk about it. I reference my brother because we do everything together. So apologize. Is he here? He's yeah, right he there. Shout out to right Twin. There. Hey Twin. <laughs> it, 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 it was so it took me so long to openly admit it to myself about saying the millionaire, because you 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 yeah. you, you almost have that guilt, yeah, guilt or the way yeah. that people will treat you because of it. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, as far as with, with, I don't buy retail. I look for either distressed or underperforming. And if you take the time out to understand the market that you're in, that's why people ask me all the time, what market should I invest in? I said, any market you choose. Mm-hmm. You drop me in any market, I'm going to make money. I guarantee you. Give me some time and let me repeat what I did let me come back to Stone Mountain and see what I'm Listen, when you, I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> when you said Stone Mountain, and I can tell you, I sat here, and when you told me about, when you just said the fourplex, I immediately said to myself, 500 a month. I know that yeah. area. Yeah, I completely yeah. understand that area. And there, the crazy thing is, have you been there, though? Yeah. They're changing. They changed the other side okay. of Stone Mountain. It's called Scottsdale now. Or they changed the name. Now. It's a whole nother little city wow. on the other side of the of Stone Mountain. And the, yeah, they changed the name because it's so close to the city and the value's up. Wow. Y'all look up Scottsdale. It's up next. And I can tell you it's up next. I had a client so crazy. We got under contract six, six months ago. Wow. Same house, same exact house. It was like probably like 500. It's retail, wow. retail market. Wow. Same exact house today is selling for 849. Wow. Wow. Today, That's at this crazy. moment. So, I definitely I can see yeah. you doing that in Stone Mountain because they're going to have to go over the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Have to go over the bridge. So Man. that's another thing, I, question I have for you. Sure. You're saying you can do this anywhere, anytime. So what, are, what is this three simple things? A person saying, I, I want to invest. Like, I'm not, I, I don't care. I want to be an investor. This is what I want to do. You inserted yourself in the market. Yeah. You ran the numbers. You own a 70%. Let's talk about these contractors because they, they actually, you know what? I wish I had a hammer. Yeah. I wish I knew how to drill. I wish I knew how to lay drywall. I feel like if I knew how to do all of that, I could flip 100 houses a year. 100%. How do you find good contractors? That's the key. The, the, the good contractors are important. They're out there. I think the biggest key, honestly, is understanding how to protect your money. Mm-hmm. That's your number one thing. It's how do you protect your money? Uh, that, that's something that they have to come to course and do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, listen. No, I'm listen. You got to pay let, the cost for that but one. Let me, let me tell you. They can't F with me. Mm-hmm. And listen, and I'll pay a contractor 100% up front if you want. I, I paid them 100 If you want, I'll give you 100% because there's absolutely nothing that you could do to me. Nothing you could do to me. And a contractor is intimidated by that because they're like, like, I'm telling you, here's your money. Just give me my property in a timely manner. If you're not going to give it to me, there's recourses. And mind you, contractors want you to be stupid. They want you to be threatening. They want you to put your hands on them. That's better for them. Because if you do, they get to keep whatever that you got, they gave you already, and then they put a lawsuit on you or utilize that as an excuse to say, I don't like the way you spoke to me, so that's the reason why I didn't pick up your phone. That's the game that they play. You understand? The number one rule I tell any investor, if you control the money, you control your project. Mm. If you're not controlling your money, 
you're, in, you're essentially having somebody else that has no ownership in your situation controlling your situation. So how many people had a guy working in their house, knocked everything down, yeah. all of a sudden he comes yeah. up with a, a change order and says, you gotta give me another 10,000. That implies if you don't, he's gonna walk out and you're so scared because your place is in shambles yeah. that you give him the 10,000. I wish he would do that with me. They don't mm. play that. I, don't, <laughs> I wish he would because there's, there's absolutely nothing that they could do to me. Mm. But I know you're not going to understand it, but you guys utilize it every day. But what you guys utilize, what I'm talking about, you utilize that for other things. Leisure, I use that to make money and then I could have some leisure time. Mm. But that's a whole other conversation with that. Man, a whole other conversation. super, super, super gems. I, I, I know what you're talking right now and I'm just like, damn, yeah. this guy is really killing it right now. Yeah. So, all right, your strategy, right? Yeah. You lost everything three times. Put me on anywhere in God's green earth. I tripled my worth. Yeah. You went to Connecticut, yeah. bought that one house, turned 90, made a $25,000 profit. Yeah. You're buying all these flips. You went from 20 flips to now doing 40 flips. Yeah. And then now you're using your profit from the flips to buy your rental properties. 100%. That, that's my, that's my, completely my strategy. That. So you're doing for every flip, how many rentals are you buying? Well, before I started um, buying rentals, my focus was to first, I was building up my capital. Mm -hmm. So for mm -hmm. anybody, you have to understand, I know you guys hear a lot of people speak about no money, no money out of pocket, different things like that. It's a a a metaphor, if, if I'm using if I'm using the right word, mm -hmm. but it's not true. You have to have money to be in business. Oh, can you say that? You one have to have money time. to be in business. Ooh. But a lot of people, they put this facade in front of you. And then that's why you hear people hitting you up, Matt, mm -hmm. and you up, I'm sure, talking about after they effed up their personal credit. Hey, I want to open up a business credit. Yeah. Right. And I tell everybody, nobody F's up their personal credit for free. Nobody mm. does it. Everybody reap the benefit somehow or another for, to F, when you effed up your credit. Now, when it's time for you to invest to fix your credit, you want to find the, uh, the easy way out and open up business credit. You're not going to just open up a business credit. I don't care what nobody tells you. Just open up a business credit. and Now you got $50,000 to play with. It doesn't happen like that. Yeah. You understand? So now what I did is I was focusing on building up my capital. While I was building up my capital, I wanted to do a blitz. Mm. I want to have so much money that I could go and start buying up. My rentals, buying up, buying up, buying up. I didn't want to just buy, that was just me. I didn't want to just buy one rental and then wait two years, three years and build up some money and buy because the market starts moving. Because a lot of my rentals that I bought even two years ago was damn near double the value yeah. that I mm. bought two years ago. So imagine you waiting around. I didn't want to do that. So I built up and at one point I built up so much. I had I had a, I had a, 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 an a nest egg. I had a nice amount and I just started buying like candy, man. And when I was buying, I wasn't buying retail because I had the money. My goal was I'm going to buy and I'm going to buy with a down payment where I don't have a PMI mm -hmm. and I don't have, uh, I want to have the best position that I can of acquiring the property in terms of, you, you're the mortgage guy, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. My credit was strong. My brother got me right. Mm -hmm. My credit is in the 800s. I have a, 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 a large liquid amount of money that could be sourced. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And then I would go and I would focus on buying those rentals, knowing I'm putting 25 percent or 20. Well, now it's 25, but 20 percent down. Mm -hmm. My goal wasn't like a lot of the people to be in school today. I don't do that. I don't go to put my money down for me to then put some money into it. And then three months later, refinance and, and take the money back out. I don't do that. OK. You know what? You mentioned that. And. That is something I'm glad you brought up again, because I would love for you to just speak about your experience, because a lot of times people do lead with the shiny thing like, yeah. oh, everything yeah. was all good. But sometimes when you refi and pull that money out yeah. and you got that higher monthly payment, sometimes it just doesn't work out. So talk to us about like a little bit about what happened to you and why in this particular market, you said you didn't agree. You said it with your chest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You told me you didn't agree. Yeah. And let me know why. Well, the, the reason, let us know why. The, the, here's the thing, right? We all have the money. We all got the money to buy a property and buy it respectfully. Everybody says they don't have the money, but I went through that car lot and there's a lot of down payment money yeah. out there. Yeah. All right. So you have the money. It's what you choose with, chose to do with your money because most of us want to look the part instead of being the part. Mm. Right. Speaking. So my goal, my goal for me was that I understood that 
you have to do what you got to do to get in. So mm-hmm. anybody that got to do the FHA, 3.5% down, you do what you got to do to get in. But to be talking about to scale. You need capital. Okay. You got to have capital. Oh, I know. I, Our, I speak about it all the time. We are one of the generations of people that want to do the most with the least. Thank you. Yes. And we have to get out of that mindset when you're trying yes. to scale. You can buy that first property with the lease. Yeah. But how are you going to buy? You can't buy the second and third house with 100% financing and 3.5% down and down payment assistance on your mindset because you actually, it is illegal. It is illegal. Because an investment property, you have to put money down. That's right. I don't care what nobody tells you. And don't listen to these people. They're going to say, they're going to, all of y'all going to jail. (laughs) Every single one of you swearing up and down. I'm just going to put the water bill in my name and I'm going to buy the house. I'm going to say I'm going to live there and get the 3.5%. I know people that went to full jail literally for mm-hmm. mortgage fraud, and, 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 and they will do it. And so guess what? And you guess, need capital. And guess to scale. what? It's happening again today. Because yeah. they, because they think they listening to that's right. the internet. And, yeah. and, and my, so my my goal, and that's why a lot of the people that buy today, they buying and they buying too tight. So then they barely cash flowing. And then remember, like I said, everything is on you. So whoever, everybody that was part of that deal to get that deal done. When you're at that table, they're like wolves waiting on you. And then everybody eats before you. Yeah. As an investor, all of the people that works for me and my partner eats before I eat. Gets paid before I get paid. Mm-hmm. I better get paid the lion's share because mm-hmm. I took all the risk. Yeah. So that's what happening with the people today. They're, do- they're doing that and then you're, you're too tight. Then you're wondering why you're not cash flowing. Or then you're wondering why the roof is leaking, which is going to happen. Or your boiler break. It's going to happen. Or your tenant doesn't pay. It's going to happen. Oh, and and, 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 and the, the, the shower's running from the second floor to the first it's floor. It's going to happen. <laughs> right. It's yeah. going to happen. So then when that happens, how are you going to handle it? Yeah. So my goal and people, people, Matt knows because Matt knows. When people hear my numbers, they don't, I show. When you come to my events, I show you my bank statements. Mm-hmm. I show you my mortgage statements and I show you my monthly deposits. If I'm lying, I give you your money back. I tell everybody that. Not only I tell them that, I said, look at the properties, take the addresses. If it's not mine, I give you your money back. Right? So, <laughs> so on, on, in addition to that, what I'm netting, when they will go and talk to someone else about what Welby says, they'd be like, oh, he's lying. That's impossible mm-hmm. he's making that kind of money. So come and see yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you. So my goal when I do my rentals, it sounds crazy. One third of my property covers all expenses, taxes, insurance, mortgage, everything. The other two thirds is my profit. Mm. My six unit, two thirds is two apartments. Two apartments covers everything. The other four is all my profit. My three units, one apartment covers everything. The other two thirds is my apartment. My, excuse me, my profit. That's my focus. That's my goal. So that's my game plan. So when people were telling me it couldn't be done, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Mm. So now when I have other people now coming into the market, especially you new guys, I'm so afraid for you guys, are buying and you buying on the same block for the same property I bid on and you bid up way more than me and you giving each other high fives like you did something good. Uh-huh. I'm, I introduce myself to you. I let you know that I'm around. So when you about to lose it, I'm going to buy it off of you. Mm. <laughs> mm. And I mean, I'm dead serious. So anybody that sees with me, when I'm telling y'all I'm serious about this, I'm dead serious about this. Mm, mm. All this, this, this fluff, yo, I wear Converse's. Mm. I wear Converse's. That's what I, that's, that's what my G is about. My, con, you have people that are walking in with their whole wardrobe that I'm like, yo, my friend, that, that would have been the money that you would have paid for, for the inspector that you didn't want to pay for that when you bought that yeah, property. Yeah, gems. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you, you people think it's a joke. So when I'm, the way that I am about it, cause I'm like, listen, yo, you don't want to be where me and my brother was at. Mm. You every suicidal thoughts mm. because you lost it all. It's it's that serious. So that's why I tell everybody, listen, take this serious, y'all. Take this serious. It's important for you. It's important for your family. It's important for the people that said that we shouldn't be here. The yeah. neighborhood that I'm in is a neighborhood that it was on the news years ago yeah. where they were fighting and picketing to make sure that we couldn't be there. Mm. And I'm mm. the only one there. My Ferrari's in the garage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, take this, I take this serious. Mm-hmm. So that's why I want to stress with everybody is that there's nothing special about me. 
When I first walked in here, I was just another guy coming in here. Yeah. Nobody yeah. knew nothing about me. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing special about me, my brother, uh, you, any one of us. Really? Other than our sure. uniqueness, of course. Obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right? Our superpower. The, the, the difference is, is between me, you, and the rest of us is that we took action. That's the only difference. Yes. And then no matter how many doors closed on us, we said, I'm going to keep going. Mm-hmm. And and for the people that I would wish that is beyond these stages, promote to the people the losses that you make. That happens to you. Yeah. There's nobody on doing business at scale like what we're doing that is not taking losses during the course of the year. That is a hundred thousand. There's not a soul. Nobody's I'm I, I brag about it. Yeah. Damn. Me and my brother about to sell a property right now. It's selling on Wednesday, right? What a good finally, right? We're selling on Wednesday. We went through hell to do it. If it would have been eight years ago, I wouldn't have known what to do. Mm. We was able to navigate through the hell and at least break even. Yeah. We out of it. That, but, that's the part. And I'm going to promote that and brag about that. Mm. You understand know what I'm saying? There's nobody that's doing this business to scale that during the course of the year is not taking losses. Oh, yeah. During this course it's of part year. of the business. That's part of so, the game. So we got to talk about this. Because I already know, I already feel like I know this is the Rants and Jim show. Yeah. We need a rant about your business and a gym about your business. Now, you already kind of started off with the rant, but I feel like you want, I, I want you to kind of emphasize on that because, you know, talk about the rant in your industry. What is it something that you're seeing in your industry that you're just like, look. Mm-mm. The people are leading with their victory stories. That's mm. what they focusing on, the victory stories and who who look at me. And, and, but they're not telling them the true path of it. The, the fluffing of the numbers to make up here, because anybody that's understand the game, Matt knows, you know, you, that's impossible. Oh, I know it's impossible. Yeah. That's impossible. That doesn't, that, that those numbers don't even make no sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those numbers don't even make any sense. And I would just wish that if you guys are saying, my, my rant is that you really want to understand and learn this business, then truly educate yourself. Truly do it. Truly do it. Don't come here, hang out here, and then, Posting on IG, showing your peoples that y'all were doing something just to go back out there and do absolutely nothing. Mm. You know what I'm Come on. Come on. What's your gym, Playboy? What's your gym? I don't even feel like this was an interview, honestly. Uh, this this it, shit was a sermon. Like a no, this was a sermon. This wasn't even an interview. No, you taking us past up at my best 197. No. Come on, Pastor. Um, just the gym, I would just say, I, 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 I promote, I tell everybody if I could do it, you could do it too. There, mm. There's nothing special. There's nothing special about me, man. Other than other than this is what I wanted to do, you know. So um, if I could do it, that you guys can definitely do the same. But thing. be relentless. You, be, be, be an animal about it, man. And stop f- stop chasing other people's lane. Stop chasing mm, other people's lane. Come on, come on, guys. Because here's, here's the thing that's wild, right? You can you can pick any aspect of this business or any business, and there's somebody making extremely a uh, huge amount of money in it. And then you could choose the, the, another and someone that's not, right? So I'm, I don't own, I'm working on buying, you know, a hundred unit building. I'm working on it, but I guarantee you, I could be making, if not more, with the four units, eight unit buildings that I have as that person. It, it's, it's irrelevant. Whatever you find your lane that you feel passionate about is very easy to get de- deterred because Matt is going to show you that he's doing this and what he's doing to the, his level and you're going to show to your level and then all of a sudden, oh my God, I'm going to do that too now. Oh, I'm gonna do so you, you jump. Me? This is me. Mm. Yo, I, know, oh. I know when I buy that property, that property there is going to make me X amount of money a month. Without question, it's going to make me X amount of money a month. And every time, by the time I buy it, close, that's 16 I showed you, your mat, that property is going to put in my pocket, bro, over five grand a month. Mm-hmm. Over five grand a month net. I, and I, I don't even own it yet. And I know I'm going to make that kind of money. I know I am yeah. without a question. So that's what I want you guys to do is to stay focused on your goal. If you want to be just a realtor, you want to be a mortgage guy, if you want to be whatever like that, if that's what you want to do, stick on that and, and, and stay relentless on that until you start breaking through. You know, man, I, 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 love, I, I, I love that. But I got one more question before we, we wrap this one up. Well, because you said something. One unit, you buy three unit, one unit pays for everything, yeah. two units is your profit. Correct. Right? Are you doing cash tenants or programs? Oh, the programs. Let's get into that oh, really quick. Here's, very, here's something that's extremely important. I know people have uh, their, their concerns about Section 8s. I have a few Section 8s or other programs. Um, the city that I'm in loves me because 
most people that come in into the game, especially, let's say, landlords, they're leading with how much money I could make. The greed. So that's why when you buy in the property, you see landlords that'll buy the property and just slap paint on it and say, I don't give a damn. I don't live here. I used to be that guy, too. Then what I decided to do is I said, you know, what? let me change my mindset and let me become a server instead of a consumer. Mm. So I started be serving and I started reaching out to the different programs, the different social workers, knocking on their doors and saying, hey, how can I be of service to you? What do you mm. mean? Then would, I, 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 I house women that are battered. I house homeless families that maybe lost their homes in a fire. I have Section 8 and I catered to what they needed. So then when they go to my apartments and you'll see the, my competition in my area, everybody has the same uh, dry walls and uh, um, old countertops and things of that nature. I spruce mine up with the flavor, the recessed lights. It didn't cost me that much more money. Mm -hmm. So then now when the social workers come and the inspectors come and as soon as they open up the door, listen, my like that, they're gone. Not only that they're gone. I demand more money than what the current market is providing. That's mm. how I push my numbers up. So then now, now my name is on the bulletin board. So when a new tenant comes in, they say, yo, call that guy. They call that guy. He has some really nice apartments. For me doing that, I was able to increase my rent. So if the average rent in the area was $900, I'm getting $1,200. Mm. Ask about me. They're going to say he's lying because they ain't doing it. I'm getting that. And, and look, to that, I'm... Uh uh, testament to that, no, right? Yeah. See, Welby is so humble. He, he like I'm asking certain questions. I'm like, yo, please tell him. Please <laughs> tell him, right? He's not going to tell you. But the reason why I'm investing in Connecticut is because of this man, right? I started seeing his his page. My man June plugged me in with him a couple years ago, and he's like, yo, just come come to Connecticut. Come to Connecticut. Mm -hmm. What fuck am I going to Connecticut for, bro? <laughs> like I don't want <laughs> I don't want to go. To, who goes to Connecticut? But then every every morning. 6 a.m. Like clockwork. It's 6 a.m. Yo, closing on this, closing on this, closing on this. Look at the money. Look what the program paid me. I'm like, the fuck? Like, you serious, bro? So I closed on a crib out there um, like a month ago, and it was because of him. So I went to his event um, that he had with his brother Lance and his, um, his twin, and I'm there. He's like, yo, I'm going to introduce you to the program people. I said, what? They're here? I said, yeah, they love me. <laughs> no, that's exactly what he said. He said, they love me. Of course they're here. So the program lady come. She said, oh, well, we talked so much about you. You closed yet? We got, so we got, we got, the tenants are still there? Oh, you got to get rid of them. Are they paying? Are they on time? Because I got some money for you. I said, what? I said, you're be son. What's going on here? No. I said, you wasn't BSing me. He said, no, I got you. And I and circle back. These tenants are closing this property. Don't be cash rich and house poor. I mean, house rich and cash poor because I closed. These tenants haven't paid me a dime yet. That's right. The, it started leaking already. That's right. I had to hire his company, his construction company, come fix a leak already. It was a big hole in there. I mean, the, it's a mess. But I'm so happy. <laughs> like, I am ecstatic. You, you're in good hands. Because no, he's going he, to make a... Because I'm going to make three to four hundred dollars more than what they was already paying. Without a question. So, and he said, yo, Matt, this house is worth a hundred K more than what you paid for. So, and I'm like, he's like, you brought, you brought it right. You brought in the right part of it. You listen to, like, I'm, look, I know what I'm doing. I invest. But I'm not afraid to take mentorship either. Mm -hmm. You know, you always got to be learning. Because I want to learn from everybody. I don't have an yeah. ego. You know what I'm saying? And with that, he's like, yo, Matt, you're good. I got a hole in the wall. I'm like, yo, Wabi, what the hell's going on in Connecticut out here? These people, <laughs> these people are crazy. He's like, nah, don't worry about it. But the program lady I met at the event, and she was like, yo, I got you. As soon as they're out, cleaning up Welby style, and I got you X, Y, and Z per apartment. I looked at the numbers. I'm like, damn, that's like an extra $1,500 on top of the two grand I was already going to make. All off of one deal. So everything that he's saying to you guys, and this is why I told Keanu, yo, we got to bring my bro up here. Oh, because yeah. what he's doing, and he lives in a high-cost state like New York. We're both from New York. We both live on Long Island now. Yeah. And he's investing out of state, but he's being smart about it. And he's not all over the place. And even he tells me, yo, Matt, stop going to Cleveland. Stop going here. Stop going here. Yeah. Matt Stay was trying to get in Chicago so bad. He, 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 he texts me in the middle of the night, Kiana, find me most of our family. <laughs> well, I said, Nella, <laughs> <laughs> you like, want me to find I like, it? I like to, my goal was just to have multiple doors everywhere, right? Just so I'm, so I'm diverse. He's like, nah, just come here. I'm telling you. I'll make you more money here than you will there. 
So now this with the first deal, I'm like, damn, this dude wasn't lying. If I could add to it too, um, what's important, um, we, we see with our eyes and a lot of times when we see, you think that just because something is big, it means better, mm. right? So I, I, I was given an example that if I showed you this big building and I told you that I could give this to you for a million dollars and you'll make $5,000 a month, or I show you that car and you'll pay 100,000 and make 5,000 a month, which would you take? Most people will say, I'm going to take this building. Of course. Right? And at the end of the day, I don't care about any of that. I don't care about the way the size is or not. I care about how much it's going to put in my pocket. So I have, a, for example, a six unit. I have a friend of mine that's buying a, a, a 12 unit for $1.2 million. All he cares about and all he keeps bragging about is how big the unit is. How big it is. Is that me? How, how, that's all he keeps talking about is how big the unit is. And I keep talking to him and I said, but bro, how much you going to make out of that unit? He told me he's going to make about $5,000 a month. So I said to him, so let's just do the math. So do real quick math for you guys. 20% of 1.2 million is how much? Don't about get me one, counting. I've been drinking about, wine. It's about, about $300,000. Plus closing. Closing costs. So he's going to be in debt in total $1.2 million to make $5,000 a month. So I showed him. Hey, bro, I just bought that six unit with my programs. Mm -hmm. I paid $280,000 for it. I put 20% down like you put your 20%. I put $70,000 down. I'm making $5,000 a month mm. in income. So do the math. That means I can buy five of your buildings. And instead of making $5,000, I'll be making $30,000 a month. Respectfully. For the same <laughs> $1.2 million. Mm. And you know what he says to me? But yo, it's, it's big, bro. <laughs> and that was it. So just because something is big doesn't mean that it's better. Just because you have a big business doesn't mean that it's better. Mm. The reason why I could generate the kind of money that I make is because I'm nimble. Everybody works for me. I keep them busy, but I don't have no employees, technically. Mm. So when things got happened with the pandemic, I was able to scale back and still make the money I'm making. You know what I'm saying? So just because you want to build something grand and big so everybody else can see, don't, you should lead with how much you could put in your pocket versus mm. how big something looks so that the world can say, man, yo, he got, he got a big old whatever it is, you know? So um, I think that's something that you, you guys, it's very important to be careful man, about. Man, super gems, gems, yo. Tell the people how to find you, right. how to follow you, all your information. I need to find you right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, Everything in social media is at my best 197. So A T M Y B E S T 197. And um, if, if you want to get yelled at every morning, I, I have a video <laughs> yelling, yelling every morning about real estate. And um, um, if you want to be inspired and pushed, that's what I do. And then um, also, you know, my events, I mostly I do them in Connecticut. So I do the ride alongs in Connecticut where I take people um, out with me. And I'll have 50 people or so that will come and I have a bus and I take them to four or five current flips that are going on at different points of the project. I help to show you new guys the ideal kind of flip that you should be buying. Not these things that the, someone told you this is your perfect flip and you, it's, you're going to get eaten up. So I, I walk you guys through. I show you guys the cost of it. I show you guys my bank statements of me paying out so you can see and I show you guys my ultimate profits I'm going to make. And then I show you guys some of my rentals in the area and how I took the flips, bought that rental and how much money I'm making off of that. And um, that's what I'm doing. Man, shout out to you. Yeah, Bobby, shout out to you. Good, good episodes, man. Make sure everybody tap in. Um, this has been a, a, a dope, dope episode, man. Thank you for flying out here. I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? I was humbled and, that and, you guys even asked And oh, um, being a part of the Rants and Jibs live experience. And, um, you know, you're going to hang out a little while. So, look, everybody in the audience, chop it up with the man. And um, everybody at home, you should have been here. Wait right? a minute. You got to do your outro. So, Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG The Mortgage Guy. And I am Kiana Watson, broker extraordinaire. License number 317576. Thank you guys for attending <laughs> the Rants and Gems show. All right, peace. spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. 
With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit score grows, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or home. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Bill Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC, out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.